Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hey, what's up, you guys? I'm Andrea. And I'm Haley. And you're listening to Inhuman, a true crime podcast. Woohoo! Okay, something that I thought would be really fun, and I forgot to do this last time, but (laughs) one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to, and that's why we drank they i've been catching i was behind and one of the hosts was pregnant and every week she would share what the size of her babies were and she shared it in like it was like 90s nostalgia things oh yeah and so i thought it'd be fun if you would share this week when we're recording what the size of your babies are in any i don't know i know you have have an app i have an app i thought that it would be fun because it's like kind of fun to see for people who aren't pregnant like me to like think me. about the fact <laughs> the fact that you have two humans inside of you which yes. is fucking crazy so if you guys didn't know andrea's pregnant with twins that's me two babies <laughs> <laughs> and i'm 32 weeks and so the app has a has a 80s and 90s nostalgia um comparison oh. And it says that my babies are the size of a Polly Pocket adventure playset. Which, like, I used to love those with the teeny tiny, like, when the t- Polly Pockets were still teeny tiny. Because I know, like, when my sisters, because my sisters are, you know, younger than me, they, like, made the Polly Pockets where they're, like, you know. Bigger. Bigger, yeah. and you can, like, change their clothes and stuff. But when I had, I had the teeny tiny, you couldn't change your clothes. <laughs> if you lost her, you were fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I had both the, like, bigger ones that you could change their clothes, but we did have some of the smaller ones. Yeah. I so love that's how Polly big Pockets. my babies are. Yeah. And there's two of them. And there's two of them, and I am feeling it. <laughs> oh, I bet. I am feeling it. Yeah, we it. are, uh, we're trying to kind of start getting ahead a little bit so that Andrea can take some time off when... When the babes come. Yeah. So when you're listening to this, I probably, I've already had the babies. Yeah. Very, it's very possible. (gasps) That's, yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to kind of like try to start recording uh, extra episodes to have that, um, and then every week we'll record our, (laughs) yeah. And then in the meantime, we'll record our normal episodes until she goes into labor and, and has the babies. So when, when you all are hearing this, she might have had babies so check on instagram because we'll definitely post there yeah um, i'll post something that for says sure. like andrea had babies leave her alone <laughs> leave me she alone. needs yeah. sleep <laughs> oh, but man. i'll still be here we're still yep. gonna be putting content out i've gotten a couple questions about that like is are you guys gonna take time off i'll still be here we'll have pre-recorded episodes um i think i'm gonna do some guest hosts and yes. i'll do some individual episodes so don't There's worry. still going to be content. Um, I got you guys, and we'll let Andrea go soak in the time with her new babes. Yeah. 
I'm and so then excited. I'll be back as soon as I can, of course, because I love doing this. So, and then once it's <laughs> safe, like COVID wise, I'm gonna come visit you and we can record in person and I can hold your babies because I have really bad baby fever. That would be so cute. <laughs> I'm so excited. Ah, I can't wait. Oh. Okay. Anyway, all right, now that we've totally derailed at the beginning of this episode <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> I'm just going to jump right in. Yeah. All right. So, first of all, this was a case suggestion by Ashley B. I think we've done one of her case suggestions before in the past. All I can't right. remember for sure off the top of my head. But Thank you, Ashley. Did. So, thank you so much for sending that case suggestion in. This is a case that was super hard to find info on. Um and I get kind of tangenty at the end, but okay, it kind okay. of it kind of all comes together. So okay, but I'm going to be discussing the disappearance of Joel Moore. So haven't heard this. Me either. Never have I ever. So Joel Moore, Joel Moore, was 28 at the time of his disappearance. He was last seen on March 27, 2010, leaving his Galatia, Illinois residence. He was driving. Wait. Did I say that wrong? You're going to get shit for saying Illinois. Illinois. (laughs) Illinois. (laughs) I just don't want you to get shit. I'm Southern, so I say everything. Hold on. (laughs) My computer's trying to die. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. So, Galatia, Illinois residence. (laughs) Um, he was driving his white 1990 or 1991 Cadillac DeVille. Earlier in the evening, Joel and his brother Nathan had exchanged some text messages back and forth. During their texting conversation, Joel indicated that he was going to, quote, visit old friends and he would not be home that night. So that text was actually transmitted from a cell tower in the Harrisburg area, which was close you know, relatively close by to Galatia. I think that's how you say that. Okay. Joel sent his final text at approximately 6.30 p.m. that that evening. And by all accounts, it seemed normal. It didn't indicate anything was awry. And unfortunately, those are the only clues his family really has to go on. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So a witness um, who also happened to be a former co-worker of Joel's Reported seeing him seeing him driving east through Harrisburg on Route 13, but unfortunately this hasn't been able to be fully confirmed. But after that um, sighting, Joel has never been seen or heard from again, and his vehicle has never been found. Wow. Okay. So at the time of his disappearance, Joel was working at Mad Pricer in Harrisburg. Which I assume is like, you know, a de- department store of some sort. Maybe like a discount kind of thing. Yeah, I could see that. And he had left all of his belongings behind except his contact lens solution. Which, you know, would indicate that, yeah, maybe he's going to be gone for the night. He needs that. But aside from that, like, he was probably planning to come back home. Yeah, I would I would say so. Yeah. And there was absolutely no activity on his bank account or his cell phone since his disappearance. Okay. So that's always kind of alarming, you know? Yeah. I like, I get why sometimes people say with that, oh, well, he might have been 
you know, planning to, or he might have, like, totally started a new life, and so he's not going to use it, but, like, you gotta have You have to be, yeah, you have to be (laughs) really prepared if you're really going to, like, be starting a totally new life, and I feel like there'd be other indications of that. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, people can definitely just start over a whole life and not use their old bank accounts, but typically there would be, like, a withdrawal of cash or, like, some some kind of indication. Right, like, beforehand to show I'm starting a new life, yeah. Yeah, and to me it's, like, I mean, people definitely just go missing and you never see them again, but it's, like, to make yourself go missing, I feel like that's really difficult. I don't know. Yeah, I would agree. So, not long after he disappeared, some reports rolled, started rolling in that Joel had been seen with the Rainbow family of Living the Light in Jefferson County. Now, according to their website, what is the Rainbow family? Some say we're the largest non-organization of non-members in the world. We have no leaders and no organization. To be honest, the Rainbow family means different things to different people. I think it's safe to say we're in we're into intentional community building, nonviolence, and alternative lifestyles. We also believe that peace and love are a great thing, and there isn't enough of that in this world. Many of our traditions are based on Native American traditions, and we have a strong orientation to take care of the earth. We gather in the national forest yearly to pray for peace on the planet. And, yeah, that's all it says. So. Okay. Take, take you know, take of that what you will. Um, but according to friends and family, um, these were not the type of people that Joel would typically hang out with. So, it was kind of difficult for them to believe that the sighting was factual. Okay. They did, you know, be immediately began to search for him in 2010 they conducted ground air and water searches but returned with nothing unfortunately oh wow they also searched the ohio river to carbondale and several miles north and south of route 13 which is where he was you know allegedly last seen but nothing has ever been located not his car not him None of his belongings. Jeez. Okay. So, as I mentioned earlier, Nathan, who was Joel's brother, said he was going to visit old friends, but investigators have never been able to find out who those old friends may have been or tied him to, you know, any specific location that he was going to be going that evening. Okay. So, many, many people suspect that Joel may have ran off the road and landed in a body of water. Hence why he and his vehicle have never been recovered. Um, They did do, like I said, water searches. But, you know, sometimes with larger bodies of water, there's only so much they can do. Yeah. Um, There's actually some video on YouTube of some of the search search teams (laughs) that were hired to look for him. And, um, you know... I'm not a professional or anything, but just in my opinion, uh, wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. Yeah, it wasn't the best. Mm -hmm. It was kind of, it was kind of hokey, a little hokey. Um, 
And there was actually a lot of criticism that they were, like, not taking it seriously, that they were joking and, like, laughing and, I don't know, just okay. there was a lot of criticism around these these um, water checks, so. Okay, gotcha. So maybe not the most efficient. Correct. So, as of today, the search for Joel does, or the search for Joel continues, but not much movement has been you know, uh, made in the case, especially by investigators. Um, Joel is a white male. He is anywhere from 6'10 to uh, 6'10, 5'10 to 6'2. And he, at the time of his disappearance, approximately weighed 165 pounds. Okay. He has sandy brown hair, brown eyes, and he does wear contact lenses, as I mentioned. If you have any information on Joel Moore's whereabouts, you're asked to call the Williamson County Sheriff's Office at 618-997-6541. You can also post information on the website www.helpfindjoel.com. When I clicked this website, I could not get it to load. Um, it said that, like, there was an error. So, I don't know if it's okay. still an active website. It, ve- it very well may not be in service any longer. Okay. So, as you can see here, there is very little information about Joel's disappearance. And while there, you know, was an investigation done, nothing more has come out of this case. And his family is still desperate for answers. Yeah. So, during my research... I did come across an article that was written in 2020 by someone who goes by the alias True Crime Diva. Um, And she actually put together something interesting that I felt was, you know, kind of relevant to this case and worth mentioning. And this case reminds me a lot of a kind of like combination of the smiley face murders or of the young men missing from their cars. Yeah, I was thinking that when you first started talking about it. Yeah, even though his car, like, was never found, you know, he left yeah, in his car. still gone. Yeah. yeah. But between the years of 2008 and 2017, four men from southern Illinois mysteriously went missing and very little information can be found or has been shared with the media. From just Illinois. Just from southern Illinois. Southern Illinois. Wow. Okay. So these men are 23-year-old Michael Womack, 28-year-old Jared Hanna, 61-year-old Bill Pike, and then, of course, our Joel Moore that we're discussing right now. So Michael, which is the first gentleman I mentioned, was last seen on March 31st, 2008 from Alton, Illinois. He was driving a dark green 2000 Ford F-150, which was later recovered at a gas station in Cahokia, Illinois. Oh, gosh. I, think that's I have no clue. That. I don't know. Okay. Um, don't come for me. But And this <laughs> was two weeks after he had gone missing, and the keys were actually found locked inside of the car, of the truck. The next gentleman, Jared was last seen on July 2nd, 2011. His 1990 GMC truck was also located at a gas station nearly two hours from his home in Jerseyville. Two weeks after that, a black duffel bag 
that belonged to Jared had been found under a deer stand five miles from where his truck had been found. Oh, okay. The next um, gentleman, which was Bill, he was the older gentleman, um, he went missing on May 18th, 2017, and he was last seen walking into his home and has not been seen or heard from since. Whoa, okay. So, obviously, at first glance, these cases don't seem related at all in the least, but they do share a few commonalities. So, for example, Bill, Jared, and Michael all lived within a few miles of one another. Michael was last seen in Alton, where Jared was also last seen at a bar that evening. Okay. Jared, Michael, and Joel were all in their 20s and vanished without a trace. Jared and Michael were both driving trucks that were later found abandoned, whereas Bill and Joel, their vehicles and their 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 bodies, their persons were never seen from or seen again. Oh, wow. Okay. So, again, are these cases related? Maybe not. Probably yeah. not. Maybe not. Um, but I did find this information compelling and I wanted to share it because Joel's case is still unsolved. And there is so little information out there. And if there yeah. are any dot, any dots that can be connected, I, of course, want to bring awareness to that and share his case and these other cases. Because you just never know, like, what information could, could trigger something in someone's mind. Right. Even if it's, wow. you know, just the smallest detail, you just never know. Yeah. Like, you never know might have seen the smallest little thing and that could make a difference exactly so again i will have listed down below in the show notes how you can reach the sheriff the sheriff's office if you have any information on joel moore's whereabouts um it's kind of sad like how little uh information there was out there about him like there was literally yeah like one nothing. or two, one or two um, articles, but I did want to share it just because I feel like these cases are the cases like that need to be shared and why we do what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I know it's, this is a shorter case and it's kind of all over the place, but. But that's why this needs to be shared. Yeah. I still wanted to, to share it and get whatever details that are out there out there to the public and hopefully like I said it will trigger something in someone's mind because someone knows something you know yeah even if it's just something so minor is like they saw him on a specific road heading in a specific direction yeah it, it like 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 you said the smallest thing could lead to finding yeah and these other men too like you know, I would love to kind of deep dive on some of their cases, too, especially Michael Womack, because it seems like his his case has a lot more details and there's a lot of different sus- suspicions about what happened to him. Um, right. But, you know, I did want to share their their cases, even in as little context as I did, just to get their names out there as well. And yeah. if there is some kind of strange relation, you know, who knows, because... Yeah, you never I mean, know. You can link, like I was saying about the smiley face murders or, mm-hmm. you know, kill, whatever they're, is that, is that what they're called? Smiley face murders or the smiley uh, face killer? No, I think it's a smiley face killer. Okay. 
Um, and then the like missing men from their cars, like yeah, it could be just completely random and have no validity. But I don't know. Somebody thought to link them together. So yeah, that's I mean, worth mentioning. You, just, you never know. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna throw my microphone. I know I did that a but... second ago. You're like, you never know. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm so angry, but yeah, yeah. no, that's. I mean, I like I've never heard of of his story, and I mean, I'll definitely be sharing on on social media once you post it on our yeah. Instagram, or I guess I'll post it probably because you're probably <laughs> if you're hearing this episode, you Andrea's probably not not on uh social media yeah but um we'll definitely post it because and like oh just you just there has to be answers like some yeah like you said somebody has to know something and i think because there is so little like you know evidence like police probably probably are not you know doing the most right but, because what can you do yeah but like you know like we always say like having their names brought up again, having people care. Like, sometimes yeah. that ignites something in the police and they, they start looking into some things again. But, yeah. Yeah. So, if you know something, say something. Uh, like I said, I'll share, you know, the telephone number and the website down below. Um, and then I'll share, you know, the information of the case on our Instagram and our Facebook. Uh, do we link those in the show notes, too? Um, we, yeah, we put the, the handles and then yeah. it's all also on our website that yeah. I link. Okay. So you guys can have like easy access to that. Um, but yep, that's pretty much all I have for you guys today. Thank you guys wow. so much for listening. Thank you for sharing that case. I appreciate yeah. I, w- I wish I had, that. I wish I had more to share, but Ashley B, she, she requested it and I wanted to come through for her and this is what I came Thank up you, with. Thank you, Ashley, for, yeah. for suggesting it. I'm really glad. <laughs> but, um, yep. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review. And until next time, keep it human. Bye, guys. We are super excited because today's episode is sponsored by BarkBox. As most of you guys know, my dog Mackie loves his chew toys, but they do not last very long in our house. And that's why we love our subscription service, BarkBox. BarkBox is a monthly subscription box that offers an array of themed boxes for your pup. Inside your box, you'll find toys, treats, and unleashed joy thoughtfully designed to satisfy every dog's unique playstyle. BarkBox has several boxes to choose from, depending on your dog's needs, such as the Super Chewer box, which was designed to challenge and engage your pup for longer-lasting play. And that's what we need for Mackie. (laughs) Right now, you can get a free extra month of BarkBox, which is up to a $35 value, by using our link www.barkbox.com slash inhumanpod. So treat your dog to what they love with BarkBox www.barkbox.com slash inhumanpod for a extra free month of BarkBox.